Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I hope that you're having a wonderful day and thank you for being here. I am very excited to get into today. I think this is a rather new concept for me to be exploring in this space and because of that I always provide this disclaimer before getting into an episode of this nature that this way of seeing things that I'm going to share is through my unique lens and how I see the concept of portals relating to the realm of reality creation and how we can use it to our benefit. But I know that as with anything, my point of view is always evolving and changing. And really that's something that I celebrate within myself. I don't expect to record an episode at one point in time with a certain amount of information and for that perspective to never evolve because that's part of what we'll be discussing today is it's actually really cool that we can gather new information and evolve our perspective on really any topic that we discuss here and in our lives. And I just say this because for me, this conversation feels outside of the realm of normal day-to-day conversation and just kind of feels very new for me. And I would say that I'm at the journey of, or I'm at the beginning of my journey of playing around with this idea. And So of course it feels a little bit vulnerable having a conversation about something that I've never really touched on before and you know my whole goal with this space has always been to bring you along on that journey and maybe you'll have some thoughts on this concept in this episode as well or you'll have a way of relating to it that's different than mine but you know all of those perspectives to me are like puzzle pieces that we can put together to form a bigger more expanded picture. So rather than rejecting or resisting the differences that we may have in our perspectives, I do think that it can be celebrated. And in fact, this conversation will begin to explore how things like new perspectives and new information that challenge our way of viewing the world are actually gateways to seeing things in a new way and can be supportive of our reality creation process. My belief is that the extent to which we allow this new information to evolve our own way of thinking and perhaps even our way of being all kind of depends on how open we are to it. And so that's what we'll be discussing today. Now, this concept of portals for me is a representation of a energetic experience that we have. And so when we talk about portals, we're not talking about literal 
you know, doorways that we're going through. We're just talking about ways that we can look at the life experience that we're having and make sense of it through kind of analogies, which you know I love, and just things that really help us to visualize or make sense of this experience that we're having. And so for me, I was introduced to the concept of portals when I began exploring manifestation. And the way that I've viewed portals and this whole idea of them has definitely evolved a lot, but I think I was reintroduced to even the language of portals actually on TikTok when I would see people talking about astrological events that lend to manifestation, things like the Lionsgate portal and some other significant events which I cannot remember right now. So the narrative around these times seem to be that they are essentially great opportunities to focus on your desires and create your desired reality. Now, I never really understood the mechanics of it, nor do I pretend to be able to grasp astrology in general. I have mentioned before that for me, astrology, although I do really like to learn about it and I do really enjoy kind of hearing from other people who are passionate about it, it does feel quite complicated to me and but regardless I do still find it interesting and I like to look at different aspects of methodologies or meaning making systems like astrology and make sense of them in my own world and what really kind of resonated with me was this idea that we have access to a gateway to a new reality. So I began to play around with this and explore this idea of portals in my own life and through my own way of seeing things, which is how my process works. I would say I need to take concepts that feel very new and foreign to me and then play around with them and see if they relate to anything that I'm going through and see how I can integrate them if they are something that resonates. And what I began to consider as it relates to this idea of portals and how, you know, we have these key times throughout the year that seemingly lend themselves to manifestation, you know, what I found was I didn't want to have to wait for these astrological events to happen in order to access these opportunities. And I've talked before about this idea that from my perspective, reality creation starts with an open door. And I began to realize that I could open it at any point. And so we'll define it in the way, or we'll define it in this way for the purposes of this episode. I view portals simply as gateways to expansion. So in other words, they create an opening for new experiences, a new perception, new opportunities, new ways of responding to things, new ways of seeing yourself and others, and new ways of being. And, you know, they provide an opening to experience reality in a new way. And by the way, they don't have to be huge changes. I think that sometimes when we talk about experiencing a new reality, we're picturing like 100% change and I don't think that that really happens at least not for me I believe that even a slightly different way of perceiving the world can result in a substantial change in the way that you actually experience reality and because I'm a visual person 
I want to go back to an example I gave in an earlier episode regarding the process of evolving and expanding. And it's from a three-part series called Allowing Ourselves to Expand and Evolve. So what I shared in this series is how I view the process of learning about the world and developing a certain worldview and way of perceiving as a potentially kind of narrowing experience. So I think that when I reflect on the process of becoming an adult and growing up, I look at childhood as a very open and explorative, I don't know if that's a word, but, you know, impressionable way of being where we're open-minded, we're willing to try new things and take on new ways of being very easily, we're very imaginative. And then I think as we inherit certain ways of seeing things and beliefs and attitudes about the way things work and biases and all of that stuff, we kind of collect and inherit from our caretakers, our teachers, our society, etc. We start to build our identity around those things and it's almost as if we begin to see reality through a narrow hole. That's how I see it. And the analogy I used in that episode is as if you were looking through a toilet paper roll. So there's an entire kind of expansive reality around us at all points in time, but we're kind of just looking through one specific lens. And to me, I feel as though we're not necessarily aware that we're doing that, at least like in my experience. So the tendency is to believe that our way of viewing things is the only way of viewing things. And I think that lends to rejecting or even arguing with anything that lies outside of the realm of what we believe to be true or possible or real, etc. Now, just like anything, I think that even this narrowing experience serves a purpose and the benefit of doing this and, you know, developing this certain worldview is that I think that we can find comfort and even safety in what's familiar. And it can make us feel like we have some level of control or like we kind of know what's going on. And the reason that I relate this to growing up is because I feel on some level that, you know, when we're young, it's okay that we don't know what's going on. It's okay that we're learning. It's okay that we change our mind, that we are able to evolve so quickly into new ways of being. But it is almost as if as we get older, we're kind of supposed to just know how things work and you know we're supposed to have established our beliefs and our ideas about the world and who we want to be and it's almost as if we're expected to reach this point of kind of finality in our identity in the way that we are in our beliefs and our thoughts and our narratives about the world etc so again i think the benefit of doing so is that we can find comfort in feeling a sense of finality and consistency but the downside for me is that we become contained or almost restricted to one way of seeing and doing things and when met with new information or opportunities to see or do things differently our behavior may be to reject that or kind of write those out of our quote life script 
So for example, seeing things that don't match the way that we perceive reality as anomalies or write-offs. But what I found, especially as it relates to reality creation, for me, is that being contained in one specific way of being or perceiving things can become uncomfortable. You know, like I said with the example of the toilet paper roll, the world still exists outside of that narrow view. So we're being presented with infinite expressions of how reality could present itself. And yet we kind of hold on so tightly to our way of seeing things or the way that we were taught to see things growing up, which I would offer that in many cases wasn't even of our own choosing. And I talk about that a lot about how I reached a certain point in my life where I just recognized that some of the fundamental beliefs that I had about the world, about the way things were, didn't feel good and didn't feel like my own and didn't feel like simply put the way that I wanted to see the world. And this word contained just keeps popping back up for me because that's what it feels like having access to infinite possibilities but being contained or stuck in one way of being. That's why quite often an important question for me when I'm establishing a new vision for myself for the reality that I'm wanting to create, I always ask myself, am I willing to be shown something new? Which comes back to the idea that reality creation starts with an open door. So using our analogy from earlier about getting to a place where our view becomes so narrow and it's almost as if we're looking through a toilet paper roll, the visual that came up with respect to creating portals was to begin to essentially poke holes in the toilet paper roll. And I know that this is kind of an unfortunate analogy, but it's quite literally the only thing I could think of and the first thing that popped into my head. So you can just picture looking through a very narrow kind of tube into one view of reality and beginning to poke holes in that to create openings and to let you know new light and new information come in and to not be so closed off to that because the reality is is whether or not you are closed off there always will be a new way of seeing things available to us it's just we have to be willing to see it so i do believe that this has to start with our own willingness to be shown or experience something new because like i said earlier Otherwise, we may just reject or write off what's being presented to us and we won't allow it to shift our perception or shift our worldview, which is okay if we don't want to change our mind about something. But if we do, when we kind of write off new information as an anomaly or whatever it may be, or you know, maybe that's possible for someone else, but not for me, it's almost like we just slam that door or in this case, portal shut. I think that when we have that openness to the idea that maybe the way we viewed things or the way that we're experiencing things isn't the only thing that we have access to, in my opinion, that's when things can actually start to penetrate our being and shift our experience. And it doesn't mean that the way we've done things is wrong. It's just to recognize and accept that there may be more available than we thought or have been aware of. And Another analogy that I use quite often is being at a buffet and it's not always that we're sick of eating the food that we've been eating our whole life. It's just sometimes driven by a curiosity to try something new. 
And again, if you can imagine being at a buffet, eating one meal over and over and over again, and then being able to open up to the possibility that you could try something else, it can actually be a very exciting experience. And while you may find comfort in picking the one that you've always picked. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. It can be exciting and feel like a new experience to allow yourself to even desire something new. So I want to talk a little bit about what this could actually look like. So like I said, when it comes to this idea of portals, I view this as simply creating an opening in our experience for expansion, creating an opportunity for expansion, which of course, as I said earlier, starts with the belief that we can expand, that we can see things differently. Now, the thing with an opening is that it's kind of like a channel that goes both ways, in and out. So a portal can allow things, whether that's people, opportunities, emotions, money, thoughts, to flow into your experience and, you know, alter your perception, for example. But it also allows your being and your perception to almost expand out into a new experience. And I'll kind of explain what that means and how I visualize that happening, but What I'm trying to say here is it can be a reciprocal process, which we can actually represent with the breath. And I had spoken about how, for me, not being open to this feels very uncomfortable. 
And, you know, again, when we look at the breath, withholding either the inhale or the exhale will create discomfort. So the goal, I guess, is to have a flow of energy in and out of a new experience and a new way of seeing things. And if this sounds kind of like it doesn't make sense yet, allow me to continue explaining what I mean. And it still may not make sense and that's okay. So let's talk first about how we can use this idea of portals in our reality creation experience. So creating openings for new things to come into our experience. So let's talk about the in examples. So things coming into our experience and allowing that process to happen and opening the door for that process to happen. So starting with a desire or a vision that you have for yourself, let's say for example that you desire romantic partnership. Considering what opportunities exist in your reality for that partner to actually come into your life. So what doors are open for that person to walk through? Or you want to become a millionaire. What channels exist for that money to flow through to you? Which immediately makes me think of something that I see coming up everywhere about how millionaires have on average seven streams of income. So seven different channels or openings for money to flow into their experience. Now, from my perspective, it's not about things happening in the exact way that we expect But our relationship to our desire is one of openness because we actually believe and feel that experience is available to us. Otherwise, we wouldn't be opening the door. So in the dating scenario, it's not that if you put yourself on a dating app, that's how it's going to necessarily happen. But it's that your relationship to having the desire of partnership is one where you can actually see that happening. You have an openness to it because if you didn't see it happening, you wouldn't put yourself on the app. So there's actually an example of this in the manifestation quiz where you consider what it is that you desire and then you just reflect on what portals exist in your life for that desire to flow into your experience. And if there are basically no opportunities, reflecting on ones that you actually could create. For me, the most important thing here is that the openings or the portals that I'm creating for my desire to flow through to me are ones that I can actually see happening, meaning that I actually believe that it's possible for my desire to flow to me through that channel. So for example, if I'm desiring becoming a millionaire for me personally buying lottery tickets every single day doesn't feel like that's what's going to get me there and so what are the things that I can create what are the openings that I can create that allow me to have a relationship with my desire that is defined by openness it doesn't have to be for me defined by certainty that this is the way it's going to happen this is the way it's all going to unfold it's just kind of equality of openness and being willing to see what happens. Now, I had also mentioned that in addition to the function of being able to allow experiences to flow into us, I also see portals as being openings in our experience that allow us to expand out into a new way of being. So to explain how I visualize this, I want to revisit this idea of what it feels like 
to experience tension or friction with our reality. I've mentioned this many times before because this for me is quite often the driver of my reality creation process. So when I've been doing something or seeing something or being some way for a certain period of time and I'm starting to come into contact with an edge or an outer limit or a tension in that way of being. And I'm very familiar with what that feels like because for me, it's a lot of physical discomfort, which is soon followed by a desire for something new or an insight as to why I'm feeling that discomfort. And so the way that I look at it, we can create a portal every time we come into contact with those edges or those thresholds or those outer limits, which are essentially those difficult emotions or a new challenge, for example, we may know what it's like to respond to a certain experience in our current way of being. But what I always like to play around with is what's on the other side of that? What other ways of meeting the moment are available to me? And this exploration isn't always driven by discomfort. It could also just be purely driven from curiosity. But essentially the question is, what is this threshold asking of me? How I've experienced this process is feeling a great deal of discomfort or frustration with one way of being or seeing things or responding to things. And I feel that I'm being asked to simply open that door and open to the possibility of something new. So for example, if I continuously respond to feelings of frustration by numbing what would happen if I opened the door to a new way of being what if I viewed this feeling of frustration as a threshold and rather than trying to avoid it and walking in the opposite direction what if I tried to respond to it in a different way and although there may be fear as to what may be on the other side, it's not as if the old way of being isn't still available to us. It's not as though we can't step back into our comfort zone even when we move beyond it. But like I said, in addition to discomfort and tension driving that process of wanting to see what's on the other side of a certain habit, it can also just be driven by curiosity and This is something I've been playing around with quite often is recognizing when I'm kind of solidifying into one way of thinking about things and viewing that as an opportunity to play with possibilities. So for example, when I think something's really going to be quite hard, asking myself, well, what if this is easier than I thought? What if this experience could unfold in a really fun, joyful, playful way? What if these uplifting thoughts I'm having now could become a more regular occurrence? Or another example altogether, what if it was actually safe to be myself? Could I experiment with that? Do I need to hide? For me, this really requires, though, turning down the volume on that part of myself that thinks it knows how everything will unfold. So it thinks it's a future predictor. And typically the future that it's predicting is not really in my favor. And so being able to turn that volume down and actually just being willing to see what happens and have a new experience. 
And like I said, I think that this can be particularly expansive if your narrative is very limited. And, you know, if you think you know that everything will unfold in the worst way, you'll never get to where you want to go. So why bother? Or you'll always be stuck in one way of being, which is, which are all attitudes that I've had in the past and that I come into contact with now, even still. So although it may feel uncomfortable to have that narrative and to feel that limitation, what it also means to me is that there's so much potential and possibility to be shown a new experience. So let's talk about how I could actually use this way of thinking and this way of seeing these kind of uncomfortable thresholds that we're coming into contact with as opportunities or portals to a new way of being or gateways to expansion. And why I say I believe that they're always available to us all the time is this is kind of how it works for me. I start to feel the tension of a specific habit or way of doing things or way of seeing things. And in that moment, I feel the physical discomfort. I've said many times that how that manifests for me is quite often a tightness in my chest or a contracting or, you know, just the feeling of what I experience energetically to feel limited or contained. And so in those moments, I become aware of the fact that perhaps I'm being presented with an opportunity. And perhaps I'm at a threshold to expand into new, a new way of being. So maybe I spend a bit of time at that threshold because I'm not quite ready to, you know, let go of a certain habit or to step through and see what's on the other side. But what I find is eventually my curiosity drives me to pass through that way of being and to see what's on the other side. And by the way, it doesn't always mean that what you're going to experience or be exposed to is better. It's just different or new. And it has the potential to expand your current way of being. So to give a practical example of this, a kind of threshold or outer limit that I continuously came into contact with growing up and even in adulthood is the fear of embarrassment. Now, I felt myself coming into contact with this threshold frequently, and what it would do was actually close the door on new experiences. I wouldn't want to do anything new because I was afraid of being embarrassed or judged, so I kept myself contained within what I perceived to be the safety of my current way of being. In other words, my response to being met with this threshold was to walk in the opposite direction, but what I eventually began to realize was that actually I was walking away from the things I desired when I did this. I was being contained to my current way of being because I was constantly avoiding and protecting myself from this experience. And like anything in my reality, what ended up happening was it eventually reached a point where my desire to try new things surpassed the fear of embarrassment. So I slowly began to open up that door. Taking tiny little steps into a new reality where I don't allow that threshold to hold me back from doing the things that I desire. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't still feel the discomfort of being at that threshold or that 
that fear has disappeared altogether, but my response to it has changed. And my confidence in my ability to pass through it has changed. So rather than walking away from it and turning in the other direction, I am able to pass through it. And the benefit is that I get to experience what's on the other side. And then as I become more confident with passing through that threshold and showing myself that it's safe, I can pass through other thresholds. My fears in relation to being judged or my fears in relation to being vulnerable, for example. Because I've had other experiences where I've had a fear, but I've still allowed myself to move in that direction and it's been okay and I've been safe, I can apply that kind of lesson and that feeling to times where I'm meeting other thresholds. And my love for this process in reality creation in general stems from the fact that I really don't like to be contained, if you haven't already picked up on that, to one way of seeing things, one way of being, or one way of expressing myself. I am so connected to the discomfort I feel when I put myself in a box in that way. And I love to open up different doors. I love to try on new ways of being and to be an explorer of all that this reality has to offer. And I'm assuming that if you're a regular listener here in this space, maybe you feel that on some level too. And so the way that we explore, the way that we open up new doors and new portals and expand may look completely different, but I'm hoping that you found something in this episode that provided you with some insight to how you might begin to play around with the thresholds that you're experiencing in your life and just asking yourself which thresholds you are experiencing and which things in your life are calling you to open up to a new way of being, open up to a new way of seeing things. And for me, like I said, it's very easy to tell what those things are because I tend to feel a great deal of discomfort in relation to those areas of my life. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. That is it for today. I really enjoyed this conversation and I say this with a lot of my episodes because I feel like there's probably so much more we could dive into but I'd love to hear your thoughts and how you're experiencing this idea of portals in your life and how it's feeding into your reality creation process because maybe at some point we'll do a part two on this episode or maybe at some point in the future when I have more information on how my process works I will continue to share that as it unfolds. So thank you for being here in real time as I pass through certain portals in my life of being nervous to put myself out there in a new way or to express myself in a new way and doing it anyways. So here's to that. Thanks for being here as always and I will see you next week. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.